My question, though, to Michael Goodwin, who are Pulitzer Prize winning writer for the New York Post, is while they have raised the age now to get those type of different type of weapons, uh, I mean, what are they, assault rifles or whatever you want to call them? Uh, are they going? Does that mean because they're saying their brains are not mature enough, right? So you have to be 21 versus 18. Does that mean they're going to raise the age to vote then to 21? Because I think it's also a very important decision when you cast a vote. So there's a lot of, and then. Well, the state again, can't do that. Well, and then uh, I know I'm just kind of being a little facetious, but Michael Goodwin, what did you think of uh, the president's speech last night on, I mean, he talked about the mass shootings, but what about the real, you know, as, as tragic as those school shootings are and the Tulsa shooting and the Buffalo shooting, the real shootings that are affecting everyday Americans are, are people of color, are the gang shootings, are the inner city shootings. Why, why was that not mentioned whatsoever? Well, because it's inconvenient. Um, it, it doesn't fit the political narrative. Look, I thought the president uh, made some – it's obviously heartfelt uh, and passionate last night, what he was saying. But I think he made two mistakes that undercut uh, the moment and, and make it more difficult uh, rather than helpful to get something done. The first is uh, he put a laundry list. Of, of too many things. Uh, it, it w- I mean, there must have been at least eight or nine things in this list of everything from raising the age to the background checks to banning certain kinds of guns. Uh, it, it's, it, it's too much. You, you're going to overload what is obviously a difficult calculation in the Senate. And then the second thing was he just threw a hand grenade into any Republican camp that wants to wants to make some changes when he said he couldn't conceive of why there are more more Republicans backing his list. I mean, it just is not he has to know that that's not going to help. So at that point, I begin to wonder is this really just a campaign ploy? Because he said voters should make this their prime issue in November, which, of course, would be great for him because they wouldn't be talking about inflation or the open borders or anything else. Uh, but I think that, to me, just demolished the, the prospects. And, and I just think it's, he's so ineffective in these moments that it's almost like he's got some kind of impulse that he can't restrain. I mean, this is the president who said he would unite the country, but he has not done a single thing in, what, 17, 18 months that would make that happen. And this was a prime example of where I think progress is there for the taking, but he can't seem to take yes for an answer. Michael, it's uh, it's Richard Weinberg. If you want to pass the legislation, you're serious, you take one item at a time as a standalone bill. You don't put it together as a package all tied together. And then you have a chance of getting some of it through. And yeah, uh, Michael, because, because when you put them all in there, you create a poison pill, in effect. And, Michael, I think you made a good point. How much more foresighted would it have been if the president said, look, I, don't, I am not trying to take the guns away from people who uh, own them, possess them, and know how to use them. What I'm trying to say is we need you to do us all a favor. We need you to go through perhaps a little more inspection before you get your license to try to save us from the people who turn 18, go to the same gun store three times, 
and buy we- uh, uh, weapons and ammunition within a few days, and and no one thinks that perhaps somebody should make a phone call to make sure this kid isn't going to go out and kill 19 people like he did. Look, I mean, I, I think that's sensible. I think raising the age uh, is sensible. Uh, the, the problem, though, David, is that the, the, the enforcement uh, of the background checks depends on the information that's put into the files. And, and we have now seen, I mean, the case in Buffalo, that kid, a red flag should have come up in his background check. He had had this medical evaluation for mental illness uh, that the police required him to do a day and a half in a hospital for a medic for a mental evaluation. That's a pretty big deal. And yet the police did not enter in enter in that to the into the gun database. Um, We saw a case uh, several years ago, I believe it was in a place called Sugarland, Texas, uh, where a man who had been discharged uh, from the uh, military for uh, infractions, uh, that should have been entered in the gun database. It was not. He purchased a gun and shot up a church, killing a number of people. So those are the kinds of things that we can pass a lot more laws, as Albany has always want to do, but it's the nitty-gritty dirt daily digging in the dirt that produces the results. I mean, Governor Hochul said we want to have the police monitor social media. Now, what the heck does that mean? There is so much social media and so many people. How can the police really uh, sufficiently monitor social media uh, to stop this kind of thing? I mean, I, I think this is an impossible task. It's a law for the sake of a law. We have a red flag law. It's rarely enforced. It should have been enforced in Buffalo. Uh, but but they don't do it and said so we'll pass another law. I mean this is this is the Biden agenda of do something. Well, I so just had just uh, some breaking something. news. Do the right thing. Uh, I just had some breaking news. This former Trump advisor Peter Navarro says they put me in handcuffs, then they br- bring me here, then they put me in leg irons, they stick me in a cell. Holy cow! I mean, is that? Extra punishment beyond the call of duty? Where's, where, why is he a threat to anyone? Why is he a physical threat Leg to himself irons, or anyone? Oh my God, they're acting like he's like a, a murderer. That guy that was arrested 19 times and almost killed somebody last week and raped a woman, he, he got let out. And meanwhile, look what they're doing to Pete Navarro, Michael Goodwin. What's your reaction to hearing about Peter Navarro and his, uh, his arrest? Uh, his well, indictment. Look, what uh, about his uh, indictment? It, it, it seems to be part of a pattern from uh, this Justice Department uh, and and law enforcement in general, that Republicans are treated one way and Democrats another way. I mean, all you have to do is look at the, the you know, the way that uh, the Project Veritas uh, leader was uh, 6 a.m., you know, frog marched out of his apartment of raid. Look at Rudy Giuliani. They, they basically beat down his door to get his uh, telephones. Uh, Roger Stone. And look, if these people are guilty, then they should pay the piper. But you, you don't hear, uh, was Michael Sussman, uh, was his apartment raided by the FBI? Was, I he, don't was, think so. he, was he put in handcuffs and leg irons? Of course not. There's absolutely not. No, no reason for that to have happened. 
But it is this, this, this is the kind of thing that I believe is is dividing this country. You watch you watch Twitter and other social media tonight. It will blow up with this stuff about Navarro. This is a culture war. And uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, whom I know we all remember. And there's some, other, there's some other breaking news. Representative Chris Jacobs, who was challenged by, will not run for re-election. And he was challenged by uh, uh, the New York State Chairman, uh, uh, Nick Langworthy. Right. Right. Yeah, he's going to apparently have several opponents. I I, I don't know that district well enough to know whether it's probably a safe Republican district or not. Michael, I want to go back to the Navarro thing. One question. This whole thing on contempt of Congress, it's all based on the Congress saying that Trump did not have executive privilege because Biden waived it. What do you say about that? Well, look, I, I think this is this has been laying in wait for for the entire year and a half of uh, the Biden presidency, which is how do we keep Trump in the news? How do we make January 6th a campaign issue? And I think you, you for them, this is delicious. As you get closer, you're going to hear more about abortion, more about uh, January 6th and more about guns, because otherwise it's inflation the open border, uh, you know, those sorts of things that the Democrats do not want to run on. They want to run on these things. And so they're going to engineer it however they can. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael Goodwin of The New York Post, always with your wisdom and insight and just telling it like it is. Thank you so much, sir. My pleasure. Thank you all.